welcome to JK Games, a gaming podcast where we bring you the gaming news we care about. And maybe some that you don't. And whether you play on easy mode or you like a good challenge, this is a show where we will try to level up your gaming knowledge. That is so weird doing that on my own, but this is one of your hosts, Kayla, introing you to episode 125 of JK Games, where we are joined by our friends in the podcasting world, Cayman and Patrick. Um, uh, They run a podcast called Spotlight Games Podcast, where we are actually a guest on their show this week, and that's what you're going to be listening to today. Um, We encourage you to check out their podcast, um, their Instagram, and all of their things, which they will plug later. But we were thankful to be able to have the opportunity to get on their show. And that is where we talk about loads of different fun things. We talk about the latest gaming news. We go um, back in year increments and talk about our favorite games from each year, which is super cool. That's like a trend going around on Twitter right now. Um, We talk about um, the new Mario Kart uh, tracks. We talk about all kinds of stuff, what we've been playing, what they've been playing. And then we actually, little teaser for later, we actually do the cauldron question that we have all of our guests do on our show. We actually answer that on their show. So you'll have to stay tuned for that. Um, and that question, if you're not familiar, is what five items would you put into the cauldron to summon Kayla and to summon Jerrica? So... You'll have to stay tuned for that one, but we appreciate you guys. We hope you really enjoy this episode. Sorry for this kind of weird intro and it just being me. Uh, Jerrica's living it up on vacation, and we just wanted to get some content out for you guys and make sure that you guys listen to this episode with them. And we'll catch you on the next Flippy Flop. Don't stop. Here we go. JK Games and Spotlight Games. Welcome to episode 45 of the Spotlight Games Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about our favorite games of years past, multiverses, Mario Kart's potential future courses, and the rest of this week's news. And we're doing that all with our friends from the JK Games Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick. Joining me as always to my right is my sweet dumpster boy, my co-host, Cayman Darty. Cayman, how are you? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, Patrick. How are you? I'm I'm just fine, but I want to know how our guests are. Jerrica, you're below me, so I will start with you. Jerrica, how are you? Thank you for joining us today. I'm doing fantastic. I have uh, a, a Gatorade Zero. Uh, I'm trying I didn't to get... know they did that. Yeah, me neither. I just recently discovered, because I need electrolytes, apparently. With zero calories. Uh, with zero calories. So I, I think this might do the trick. There you I don't go. know. It's easy to get dehydrated. I, I, it in is. In today's economy? Yeah. You're telling me. Today's <laughs> economy! Kayla, how are you? Hey. Thank you for joining the show. You are welcome. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Um, I'm doing great. I don't have electrolytes, but I do have wine. So fantastic. What what's are we better is than electrolytes? Is it a sweet? Is it a red? Is it a white? I don't know specifics, but it is red. Okay. And that is I don't know shit about wine. I don't wine. I just, <laughs> I, I'm putting on the facade that I do. What do we call it? A sommelier? Sommelier. Uh, yeah, sure. Yes. Not me. Not me at all. <laughs> me neither. Not me. Um, well, let's jump into some housekeeping because we have a lot of video game stuff to talk about because this is the Spotlight Games podcast where each week we spotlight the latest and the greatest in the world of video games. You can get it by subscribing to our YouTube channel or you can search for Spotlight Games in your favorite podcast app. And hey, if you want to be on the show by tuning in as we record live Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash Spotlight Games pod, be sure to follow us there so that you get a little notification 
when we go live. Uh, Cayman, we have a new episode out of Save Trash Cinema. Tell the sweet folks at home what we talked about. Fill them in. Oh, yeah. So on this week's episode of Save Trash Cinema, the podcast where exploitation and exploration comes together, we have the director, the creator, the everythinger from the Cockface Killer series, oh, no. Jason oh, no. Mathur. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've got we got good old Jason, and we talk all things about the cockface killer, and uh, we get we get some answers. And let me tell you, none of the answers are the ones you want to hear. Yeah, I, but the ones that you need to hear. Uh, I wasn't on this episode. I still don't understand what a cockface killer is. Uh, frankly, I'm scared to learn. When so I I, I'll give you a little teaser. What he explains it as when I asked him to pitch it, I was like, just tell, tell like, okay, pitch it to someone. Say if you met a random stranger on the street, how would you pitch Cockface Killer? And he said, well, first I wouldn't because that's a conversation <laughs> no one wants to have. And then he said, but if I guess I had to, I would say it's kind of like a slasher, but also fuck you. And I was like, hell yeah, that's all, all I right. need to know. So. Uh, go check out that episode's live right now, and it's really fascinating. You get to hear like some some more interesting insights about like distribution of film mm. and how distribution companies can censor your movies without you realizing it. Well, so when your movie's called out, Cockface Killer, <laughs> I think you're kind of asking for itself. it in certain yeah. markets. It's very uh, interesting. I know it's a great yeah. interview. I really think people are going to enjoy it. That's awesome. We're joined by a couple friends in the chat. We got Terry. Howdy, friends. Howdy, Terry. We got John. Hi, John. How we doing? Uh, is that a neck plant? You naughty boy. Um, yeah. Let's jump hey. in. Let's start the show as we always start our shows. Now that we got the housekeeping out of the way, our house has been kept, as it were. So let's start with what we've been playing. I want to go to our guests. Kayla, let's start with you. What have you been playing this week? Well, okay. So I've been playing a couple of things this week. So time out, actually. Sorry. Yes. Oh, I didn't really introduce you guys much other than your names. So tell actually before you uh, We don't need much you, of an introduction. Uh, we I, really don't. You I know. kindly disagree. Uh <laughs> before you say what you've been playing, tell us a little bit about yourself and JK Games. Yeah. So my name is Kayla. Um, I'm one half of our uh, JK Games podcast. So me and Jerica have been friends for a while and we spend a lot of time talking about podcasts just like amongst ourselves. And we're like, we could totally just like put this out in the public and talk about it online. <laughs> so that's what we did. Uh, we started JK Games podcast. I mean, dang, almost, I think a little bit over three years now, which wow. is crazy to think about. Um, but we talk about games. We talk about shows and movies and like random things, honestly, just like whatever's on our mind. Um, but we try to do it in terms that are accessible for everyone. So cool. like you can be the like day one, never like owned a console, just bought your first thing, entry level gamer, or you can be like top tier. I don't know if you would want to listen to us if you were top tier, <laughs> but like <laughs> the goal is to be a range for everyone, no matter your knowledge base. I so that's that. kind of who we are over at JK Games. Um, we are on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Um, we do live shows. We try to do bi-weekly. Um, our schedule is not super regular, but that's just how we roll. Uh, if you turn on notifications, we usually post in advance before we go live though. We try to um, have our episodes up on Mondays. So cool. that's a little bit about us. Yeah. You forgot Here to again. mention, like, occasionally we might get a tick on us and we have to, you know, sort of share with the viewers, like, our hate for ticks. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my. Jerick has a fear. Jerick has a, a really intense fear. Huge fear of ticks. And I've actually have never had a tick on me until this year. Um, and it was at work where we're not around any kind of like grass or yeah. trees or anything like that. And funny enough, Kayla also had a tick on her the same from the same place <gasps> in the same week. Yeah. So we don't know if it's uh it's definitely not a coincidence. Uh, I some, think somebody's this is corporate. Like yeah. someone's mm-hmm. coming there. Your competitors are trying to take you down via ticks. I think. They really oh, yeah. are. Something's happening. Honestly. So. Lyme disease. The yeah, this is random. Number <laughs> one killer. <laughs> Just a, snip, a snippet of the craziness that is our, one of our, like, this is a complete tangent, but one of our episodes that has the most, like, reach is one where I talk about, like, a cowboy church that I went to. I think we talked about this on our podcast. When oh, we were- yeah, that's right. I still haven't <laughs> listened to that episode. I need to. Well, so, yeah, our backlog is interesting <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate having you guys yeah. like, have us on here. And we had thanks you guys coming. on a couple weeks ago and that was awesome. So yeah, you guys thanks for coming. So, yeah. so what have you been playing? Kayla? Okay. So I have a couple things I try to play. Now this is just how my brain works. I try to play like one game at a time on each console that I have. Okay. So on my switch right now, I'll just start like console by console on yeah. my switch right now. I'm playing this game called death and taxes have okay. you heard of it i have heard of it because i listened to your episode today but that's the yeah. only time i heard of it so essentially it is a um it's a turn based i guess kind of it's day by day basis like you go to sleep and you start again and that's kind of how the pacing goes but essentially you're like a you're hired on it's very like corporate america kind of styled where you sit at a desk and you have like all your things um and you are a grim reaper <laughs> Love that has it. just got hired. Um, and you have like your, your like boss who's like the head Grim Reaper um, who tells you at the beginning of your day, hey, you have to choose three people to die. It's very morbid, but it's and it's in a cutesy way, though. Like yeah. the, the art's really cute and it's kind of like just cheeky. And so they'll be like, you have three people that you need to die out of these like six people. And you get to decide like who lives and who dies. And so, I don't know, I just thought it was really interesting. It was on sale. I always browse the Nintendo eShop and just see, oh. like, what kind of fun things are on sale. Um, I'm always playing Stardew Valley as well on my sure. Switch. Cause... A question about Death and Taxes. Is it in any way, shape, or form like the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy? The old no, Cartoon Network show. It's not, but it looks kind of like that art style, Love it. I would say. Cool. Love that show, though. But yeah, it's an indie game. It's pretty short. It's like 28 like game days. And, and you're, it says that your choices have consequences. I haven't seen that yet. Like what happens with that? But I love any kind of game that has like a butterfly effect mm-hmm. kind of situation, which segueing into what I'm playing on my PC currently, I'm playing the first Life is Strange remastered. Nice. Cool. Um, Jerrica has been on me trying to get me to play this game. And I'm on uh, episode four. Okay. So I have one more chapter left because, you know, it's an episodic game, mm-hmm. which, of course, now it's all released. Um, so I don't have to wait, which is cool. I would, I can't imagine some of those endings, like having the to climax wait. is in sight. You yeah, know, I, I remember, Jerrica, did you play that as it came out? Yes. Yeah, me too. It was uh, painful. I, those, the months between each episode was like, come on. <laughs> but no, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying it. I actually played my first Life is Strange game was Life is Strange True Colors, which came out a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Last year? Last year. Mm-hmm. No, last year, yeah. Um, and I loved it. I was like, wow, I love the style of game. And she was like, play the first one. 
playing the first one, which the remasters were coming soon. So the remasters just came out earlier this year. Oh yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I figured I might as well wait for when they're a little bit like, you know, better quality, um, which is still not the best quality wise, yeah. but I don't really care. I'm, I'm in it for the story and the results. So I'm really enjoying that. I have one episode left. Um, and then my PlayStation, I, and still, I'm on the last chapter of Stray. And I know you guys talked about Stray in your last episode. I didn't mm-hmm. finish it because I didn't want to spoil myself. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we but, got a little spoilery. Yeah. Uh, so we actually, our last episode was like a, it was technically a first impressions, but more like a spoiler-free review because Jerrica and our, our guest um, last week, Shannon, uh, talked about like their full experience in a spoiler-free way. But yeah, I'm almost done with that. So that's basically a wrap cool. up, I believe. Oh, I saw that we're going to talk a little bit about later uh, the Mario new Mario Kart uh, mm-hmm. tracks. I played those as well. Yeah, hell yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about that later. Cool. Too. But that's all for me. Awesome. Jerrica, how about yourself? Well, luckily, um, this will probably be a little short. Uh, I haven't been playing a lot of games this week. Been a little busy, but I did manage to squeeze in some time um, with two things. Not a whole lot of time, but... I had an itch to get back to some kind of sort of like Uncharted, but I'm like, I played Uncharted. I don't want to play it again, but I like, I want that adventure open puzzly game experience. I just was had, I had an itch. Uh, Got to scratch it. And I figured out a way to scratch it. And that was, uh, I played the first uh, Tomb Raider, like the, mm. the newer ones with from Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I played the first one. I started the second one. Just never... I don't know. I just never picked it up and finished it. Um, so I'm playing the third one, which is, I think, Rise of the Tomb Raider, uh, nice. which was free, I think, for PlayStation nice. Plus people a while back. Uh, and so far, it's pretty good. Laura Croft is sort of uh, a selfish lady right now. <laughs> I was like, when did she get this selfish? And I missed something. I didn't play the second one, so maybe I missed that. And I was like, Jesus, she's really obsessed. Um <laughs> She didn't want to save this town that was drowning. She's like, I got to get to the next artifact. She's a busy lady. Another club. Yeah. Blackout. Next base. But that game game came out maybe, I think it was like three years ago. Yeah, it was kind of recent. It was kind of recent. the term is called boss girl. Mm, That's Laura Croft. She's she's boss girl right now. Very focused on her work. Uh, Pantsuit Mafia. Her craft, if you will. But yeah, I picked that up. It was fun. Uh, I'll I'll continue playing it because the story is interesting enough. And I just want to see like uh, where she gets into trouble because she's definitely going down a slippery slope right now. Sure. Um, she loves a slippery slope. She does. And then uh, mm. rebar, rebar. That didn't oh, change. God. Found a lot of rebar sliding around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, I'm still trying. I have decided to keep my Steam deck. Yeah. Uh, I'm going on a trip. So makes sense that I'm keeping it and keeping enough space. I bought the smaller storage option. So I had to get a little SD card to expand it a little bit. Uh, but I got God of War on there. So I'm just like, nice. I may play God of War this way because I'm I wanting to replay it before yeah. the, the next one comes out. Um, so I've been playing that. Runs pretty well. Uh, I looked up some guides online to like tweak it a little bit yeah i always say some, I'm, I'm some hacking. emulators on there yeah i'm, trying, I'm trying to hack it you Good. know jailbreak it uh which failed the first time so i had to restart mm. um so i haven't successfully uh put any roms on there sure 
<laughs> but I did tweak some settings. I don't know what I did, but it helped with the the, the frame rate a little bit because that was oh, cool. the first thing. Like, because like my eyes are spoiled now with uh, the PS5 and the the PC. My and all eyes the, are spoiled. The frame rates that I see there are just amazing. So immediately Ray I was face. like, Ooh. "What kind of frame rates is it getting? Like thirty? Um, sixty actually." Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I I don't know. When I first my played PC. it, I was like, it's definitely not. It was definitely not that. But it's literally a portable PC, so you yeah. have to go in there and like still adjust like the game settings um, for this little portable PC. So I turned down like some graphics, and it helped out a lot. Um, I'd I'd be lying if I said uh, I wasn't disappointed that you're deciding to keep it because on this show <laughs> I was gonna be like, I will buy it from you. <laughs> And I play, yeah, it worked out because I really want to play. Uh, I'm saving enough space for Cult of the Lamb, which is my yes. most yeah, yeah, anticipated yeah. game this year so far. Um, Comes out Thursday. Yeah, I'm yes. going to download that and play that while I'm on vacation. So, yeah. You came in. What is this look on your face? You look so befumbled. I'm sorry. We, oh, have a, no. we have a person in the chat who's talking shit right now. Oh, no. Talk Whoa. shit, get shot. You know, just, hey, John, I just want to point out that behind me, I'm sorry, those aren't books because I can't read. That These is movies, true. baby. That is true. He is oh, famously unable to read. <laughs> I am a fart face, so that's fine, too. Wow. Wow. Mm. Stinky. Slander and shaky. I mean, Dumpster Boy, I think is only natural that you might have some farts lingering around you. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. This whole place smells like farts. Uh, well, speaking of our, our stinky Dumpster Boy, Cayman, what have you been playing? So that's an interesting question. Um, the, what I said last episode was I was going to have a full review of uh, Live Alive uh, on this episode. Guess what I don't have? And that's a full review of Live Alive. Uh, Sydney had to go up to Ohio to take care of some family business. So I sent the switch with her and said, you take it. It's okay. But that has opened me up for a, a couple of new things. Oh, One of those, well, it's not really new things, but, uh, guess what just came to evil dead castle Kandar map just showed up oh, in cool. evil dead. Let me tell you fucking incredible. So if you haven't That's played cool. evil dead, uh, they've got a new map now. And it's awesome. Ooh. And there's some new costumes and new weapons. And it's really cool. Uh, but the other game I've been playing, um, I've been playing Dead by Daylight. Ooh. Um, Ooh. With, uh, with two friends of the show, uh, Liz, Mc- Liz McClain and, uh, and our old friend Benny Boy. Uh, so I've been playing Dead by Daylight late at night with them when I finally have a little bit of time. Um, while I'm like half incapacitated, ready for bed. But getting on, guess what? Fun fact, fucking awful at that game. Like, <laughs> Me too. I mean, just, Me like, too. I like, play a game. Have you ever just like got into a game and you're like, man, I really suck at this yeah, game. That, that is me. Oh, that yeah, is me all in the this time. game. There's like, you know, it was like I, I went on a stretch with Ben at one time where I, we played like probably 100 hours of Rocket League over the course of like two months. Oh my God, and I'm so bad at it was like i got up we got up to to platinum tier like wow. platinum tier two i think in rocket league which is kind of like mid ground where like you can say like i'm good but i'm not like good you know but yeah. like you felt good this is a situation where i'm like every match i'm like man man i fucking suck <laughs> so <laughs> um but you know you know i gotta say i'm hashtag blessed to have two people who are better than me at the game that can backpack my ass through it every match because whew, it's a painful experience uh, inside the Darty household right now. So 
that's but yes that is that's what i've been up to which is uh you know suppose it's better than nothing did i see that they are coming out with resident evil characters in dead by daylight they do already you can play yeah so right now you can play as uh as uh fuck what leon you can play as Mm. leon and you can play as jill valentine or Claire. Uh, no, you can play as Claire. I know Liz is in the chat somewhere and she's like, You fucking idiot. I know <laughs> all of these things. Uh sure, their Wesker sure. is gonna be a new villain, and I think they just announced his release date today. I don't know. Maybe I might okay. be wrong on that. That's what but I was saying. Yeah, so he's was- uh he's he's uh yeah, he's coming to the game. So yeah, so there's a bunch, but you got like got characters from Silent Hill. Um I play as Ash. Uh, versus the evil dead so i got i'm literally just combining both games i've been playing into like one experience because i'm like i might not be able to attack in this game but at least i can still play as the same character <laughs> right is, so. is that, i've never played it is it like evil dead and all those other ones so where it's like there's, there's no combat if there's no combat if you're a survivor um okay. but if you're the if you're the villain the monster mm. um yes there is you you beat people up and you it's very complicated. It's a game that you wouldn't think would be as complicated as it is. And then every it's time I'm in a match, they're all saying words that I have no clue what it means. Mm. They're like, Cayman, go get that totem. I'm like, what? What does that even mean? They're like, Cayman, what are you sacrificing for? The, what offering are you bringing? I'm like, I don't know. My body? Like, Ooh. I don't What, what do you want of me? <laughs> yep. like, what, yep. you, what do you What do you want of me? I don't know what these people want from me, but sure. I do pour at all of it, so... When you're Beautiful. when you're a survivor, do you just play Destiny's Child? I'm a survivor in the background while you're Ooh. playing. You know, I would, but you have to turn the volume up really loud because like mm. it's a big mechanic in the game is being able to hear, and mm. so mm. not Gotta as hear. good. Now, Evil Dead, you can just turn the fucking music off entirely, and you can blast mm-hmm. whatever whatever you Taylor want. Swift album you want songs like Survivor by Destiny's Child. Yeah. Um, I let us know in the chat what you've been playing. I've been playing because John just mentioned I've been playing multiverses, which if you listen to the show, you know that I'm not normally a multiplayer boy, but and I've I never really played Smash, but something about this game, man, I'm kind of hooked on this game. Uh, it is it's really fun. But yeah, I still haven't, as John mentions, haven't not because I have a social life. I don't have much of much of that. I just haven't played yet uh with you but we need to um but it's a lot of fun have, has anyone else here played multiverses at all no i have not but a lot of our friends have played it and um my husband is super into it as well yeah. so i asked him before coming on like because i saw that you wanted to talk about like what games what people we want to introduce and he had a lot of cool cool cool, cool. People yeah what, well definitely one of our topics today is is yeah. there's a, a leaked character list potentially so i uh, want to talk about um and it's it is batshit, um, but it's fun. However, so I've been having a lot of fun with it. And I decided to buy the like founders pack or whatever, which is like forty bucks. And you with that, it gives you fifteen character tokens. So it's since it's free to play, you only get four to start with. And apparently, the four are gonna like uh, change up every now and then. But right now, mm-hmm. it's Finn from Adventure Time, it's Superman, it's Garnet from Steven Universe, and it's. John, help me out. I can't think of the fourth one uh, right now off the top of my head. Johnny Bravo. Not Batman. Johnny Bravo. It's not Batman. No, I'm surprised Batman's not a free one. You have to You have to pay for Batman. Um, uh, the fourth don't one is not, it's a character that I don't really, I've not really been using. Take um, all your money. But 
I it gives you 15 tokens so you can unlock. You know, if you want to unlock all of them, you can. Or if you want to save them for future characters, you can as well, which that's kind of more so what I'm doing. But this weird thing happens. So I've been playing online and having fun with it. And then I buy the Founders Pack, and all of a sudden, now it only puts me against people that are, like, level 15 and above. Even if I'm trying out a new character, like, I unlock Arya from Game of Thrones. And now I'm playing against, like, level 15 people. I'm like, I've never played as Arya. How? So, like, I pay $40, and now this game is, like, really not fun to me. Like, oh, no. over the last day and a half. Because, like, it keeps put it, putting me against really hard people. So, I, what I don't understand is, is it just putting me against the, the tough people because the players are already dropping and those are just the only ones left or now that i've paid money they're like oh you must be good i don't know maybe that's a good point that's a good point kind of annoying like Uh, that guy that uh that guy who spent like a hundred thousand dollars on the diablo mobile game and now he can no longer (laughs) find people to play against because his characters are too high of level yeah like what a fucking kick in the nuts man should have thought of that (laughs) when he spent that kind of money uh john wonder woman is the final one thank you Uh, um yeah i haven't played as wonder woman yet that's why i couldn't um remember but and then also which we'll talk a little bit about later similar to kayla i've been i'm like way back in on mario kart 8 actually john that's the reason i've not been having a social life i was like oh i'm really having fun with multiverses but now i'm re-obsessed with mario kart 8 so um oh john, okay so john noticed the same thing difficulty ramped up after the first few days so maybe this is just like a thing but i was having so much fun because i'm not good at fighting games i'm not either and i was having fun like i was kind of winning sometimes but now i like cannot win to save my life so why don't we jump into the news? We have a few stories to talk about before we get to our big topic of the show. Uh, so let's start out with our first. Uh, this one is a little bit of a quick one, but we've talked about um, we've talked about Beyond Good and Evil the last couple of weeks. So I figured let's come back to Beyond Good and Evil one more time because uh, Casey David Muir Taylor from IGN is reporting. <laughs> Apparently, they finally found their lead writer, which. Is a little odd. So uh, Casey David writes, it's been several years since Beyond Good and Evil 2 was officially announced. After a lack of news for quite some time, there's finally a new development for the long-awaited game. They've hired their lead writer. In a tweet yesterday, Sarah Arellano announced that she was joining as the game's lead writer. Arellano previously worked as narrative designer for Blizzard on World of Warcraft and at Volition, the studio responsible for a game called Saints Row. Beyond Good and Evil 2 was officially announced in 2017 at E3. The game will serve as a prequel to the original game with uh, promises of being able to explore alone or with friends in its massive and ambitious world. So I'm confused because this game has been in development since 2017 or before that because they unveiled it at E3 in 2017. But they just got a lead writer. Hmm. So what? Like, any? Does anyone have any ideas about what is happening with this game? Because I'm anything. It's just got like it definitely got paused somewhere down the road. I just don't know where. Because they showed like they showed that like prototype like gameplay of it like a year later. I remember that, and I was like, okay, they're making progress. Look at this. But yeah, like at some point, it just there's where to go. I don't know. It's so yeah. odd because what we talked about last week, Tom Henderson was like, oh, I've played it. And like, it's in beta test, but it's like, okay, so you've played it. It's in beta test, but they don't even have a lead writer as of when you tweeted that, but now they do. So I don't know. I'm, I, it's just, it's all, I'm a little sus to use a, a, <laughs> a, a new term. Cayman, please. Okay. So I have a theory. Okay. Hit us. I have a theory that Tom Henderson hmm. had this tweet drafted 
in lieu being like, I'm going to drop this on April Fool's Day. But then he ah. got word. He got word that Trump was going to be raided. Mm. And therefore, the likelihood that we live until April Fool's Day is very slim now. <laughs> so he was like, fuck it. This is it. This is my time to shine. I got to get this tweet out in the world now. Sure. We won't make it till April. So here you guys go. S- s- fuck you. That's the whole tweet. <laughs> that was incend. And that's what he did. And you know what, Tom? I got to say, I like it. Respect, you got moxie. Tom. You got Respect. moxie now. But you are also <laughs> a bull face liar. There's no playable version of this game. I just yeah, don't believe it. And like, I love the. Have, did anybody play the original Bianca Nemo 2? Or Bianca Nemo 1? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. Because I was yeah. a little bit younger when when it was a thing, so yeah. I never I never finished it. it. Was it was fun? While while what I remember, it was pretty yeah, fun, and yeah. I was always wanting to like revisit it. I'm like, oh, nice. And then the trailer yeah, was it, pretty kick ass, and it probably doesn't hold up as much today, I would think. But I remember playing it shortly after it came out back then on GameCube, and I remember loving it then. But oh, so I like, I'm interested in a new one, but I just I don't know. Seems a little fishy, a little sus. Something that's not sus, according to reviews, <laughs> is Two Point Campus. And we have a, a Two Point expert on the show today, so I uh, definitely want to hear Kayla's thoughts. But we have a little <laughs> reviews roundup. Uh, I have one from IGN, one from Nintendo Life. This It's getting very good reviews. So uh, Liana Hafer, if I'm mispronouncing that, I apologize, Liana. Uh, eight out of ten from IGN. When it comes right down to it, Two Point Campus is a deep and rewarding management game. And what matters most here, I'm trying to do two things at once. Patrick, what are you doing? Uh, And what matters most here, growing my college, hiring and training faculty, adding new courses, spiffing up my dorms and watching my grades and profits soar in the sandbox mode is addicting enough that I could keep at it for dozens of hours more, even after having put in almost 40 hours for this review. The art style and quirky humor don't really do it for me most of the time, but they're usually not actively obnoxious. And eventually I sort of just tune them out. At the end of the semester, I'd pass two point campus with a solid B plus a little collegiate humor there from Liana. Um, so Cute. for the sake of time, I'm just going to say Nintendo life gave it a nine out of 10. They were very pleased, but Kayla, you had mentioned today on Twitter that you loved their previous game, two point hospital. Mm-hmm. So where's your head at? Is this a game that you want to play? Tell us a little bit about the two-point games. Yeah, so I would definitely not call myself an expert, but no, I, I have <laughs> I have put a good amount of hours into Two-Point Hospital. I Just like that previous review said, I think it is super quirky and like it, it's just very different. And I love when a game can like use that kind of humor but still rope you in and still like be something you can sink like hundreds of hours into if you choose to. Sure. Um, I love, so my this is definitely my type of game. I love a good sim game or a good like management style game, especially when it's something like not as common, like not just your standard, like life sim, which is, I'd still really enjoy that also, but like two point hospital, you are literally building like a hospital from the ground up and you manage not only like the interior of the hospital, but you like, you're running things like detailed down into like, treating people and like Hmm. making sure you have doctors like doing the correct things for folks. And it's just, I just love their little animations are so cute when they do it as well. So I definitely think that it's, it's different for the realm of like your average sim or management game, life management kind of like career sort of thing. So when I saw that they were coming out with a new game, two point campus, that was, it's actually on, we do um, 
our friends do like a fantasy league gaming mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So like we pick games that we think are going to score well. I actually put it on my list because I was like, ooh, I think this is going to, I think this is going to do really yeah, well. I think you're getting some some decent points now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is something I'm very interested in. Some of the things that I saw is that there's like some uh, fantasy elements involved. Like there's some magic, some like Hogwarts style stuff going on, which oh, I'm interested in. Yeah, I just saw some clips of like, like it's a campus, but like I think there's some some kids doing some, oh, you know, sorcery on the side. Uh-oh. Um, but yeah, super interested. I actually have it downloading on my Switch right now. <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, I have not started it yet though. Definitely will talk about it later when I. Start yeah, I'm it. I'm interested to hear like once you're playing it on Switch because it seems like the kind of game that wouldn't. So you play? Did you play Hospital on your Switch or did you play that on PC? Yeah. So, so I actually does it work okay it on, on a console? Uh, I have not tried it on console. Oh, actually. okay. Got it. It's, it seemed to me like I have certain, I don't know if this is just how my brain works, but I have a certain type of game I like to play on my switch. Mm-hmm. And so if I, and that usually is this sort of game, like Stardew, Animal Crossing, like that type of thing. Um, Little Nightmares I like to play on my switch. Um, that's kind of a little bit different than a management sure, sure. game, but that sort of thing. It's just like, I don't know how to explain, but like I get a switch vibe from a game and I'm like, I want to play that on switch. Like Cult of the lamb. I probably will play on my switch. Um, and that's really because I just don't use it that often. So when I have a game that I feel like I'll enjoy more on that, I will play it on that. So I don't know, actually I'll have to see. Um, Cause yeah, it seems very like mouse from- driven. It seems like the kind of game, like a Sims or a Sim city. Like it seems like it, it calls for a mouse. So I'm interested to hear mm-hmm. once you start playing it. I will say Two Point Hospital was very user-friendly on the Switch. Okay. I didn't really... There wasn't really a situation that happened where I felt like, oh, this would be better if I was playing on a cool. console or PC. So, Well, good. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, anyone, anyone else on the today's panel interested in Two Point Campus? I don't know. The characters remind me of like Wallace and Gromit. Am, am yes. I something? Good pull. Yeah. 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 Claymation, God. baby. Cool. I do like that. Right. That's all I know about that game. Yeah, I've not played a lot of sim management games. So uh, it's on Xbox Game Pass. So I'm, I'll probably give it a shake on the Xbox, um, but <laughs> we'll see. Look, we'll I see. can barely manage yeah. my own life, much less manage <laughs> yeah. an entire hospital and or university. <laughs> see, I think that's why I like it so much because it makes me feel like I'm in control. <laughs> sure, that's fair. Sure, sure. That's fair. I mean, you are playing a game right now where you are the Grim Reaper choosing who <laughs> dies. So that's... Uh, that actually sounds good. You dope, see the connection though. here. Oh, oh, it's really sure. fun. It was like a dollar on the oh, I shop it. when I bought it. Yeah, so. I definitely, you've convinced me uh, to play it. Something that doesn't need to be convinced to be played for me is Mario Kart 8 because I'm already re-obsessed. But there is some fun little, some, there was some data mining happening. There was some, some sleuths out there uh, that pulled some stuff. So we might know what's coming next for Mario Kart 8 after the, the most recent wave that just came out last Thursday. So I'm pulling from Jordan Midler at VGC. Uh, placeholder music files found in the latest Mario Kart 8 Deluxe update may have revealed some of the circuits coming to the game of the future. As discovered by YouTube user Record Reader and posted to YouTube by BL, it appears that several prefetch files were added to the game, which correspond to music tracks from classic Mario Kart games. These prefetch files contain the first few seconds of a piece of music. They're designed to start the music quickly while the actual full song loads in the background. Game developers, they're smart. Uh, while the full music tracks that correspond with the prefetch files don't appear to be present in the new update, the prefetch files 
have provided enough of each song to let Mario Kart fans figure out which circuits they relate to. Based on the prefetch files, the following tracks appear to be coming to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as future DLC. So there's 15 of them. We have London Loop from Mario Kart Tour. We have Peach Gardens from DS. Boo Yay. Lake slash Broken Pier from Game Boy Advance. Rock Rock Mountain from 3DS. Berlin Byways from Mario Kart Tour. Waluigi Stadium slash Wario Coliseum from GameCube. Those are two different courses, I thought. Um, Mary Mountain maybe from they- Mario Kart Tour. Sorry, go ahead. Maybe they combine them together. Oh, sure. Maybe. Uh, Rainbow Road from 3DS. Amsterdam Drift from Tour. Singapore Speedway from Tour. Los Angeles Laps from Tour. Bangkok Rush from Tour. Vancouver Velocity from Tour. And then Sunset Wilds from Game Boy Advance and Maple Treeway from the Wii version. It's unclear with the circuit, when these circuits will be released and which wave of DFC, DLC they will appear in. However, a previous data mine uncovered the retro prefixes for future circuits. And based on these, the most likely outcome is that the first eight tracks listed above will be in wave three since the prefixes match. So my question to you all. First of all, do any of these excite you? Uh, I've never really played Mario Kart Tour, so all of those are basically new tracks to me, so that's exciting. But are there any of these ones that uh, that are potentially coming that particularly excite you? Cayman, I turn to you. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Maple Treeway. Um, that was one of my favorites on the Wii version. And I'm also a huge fan of Waluigi Stadium sure. and uh, Wario Coliseum. That just, I love my Wario, my Waluigi, my mm-hmm. Dirty Boys. Wah! Wah! Uh, I love those guys. Um, ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, look, it's like it's Mario Kart. Uh, I don't really care what you throw at me. Just keep things coming. I, w- I want more characters. I think I've said that last week. Just want more characters. Sure. But what I will say is what I do want is for there to be like a Grand Champions Cup that is just nothing but every single Rainbow Road course Ooh, in uh. one cup. Just fucking do us dirty. Give us the hardest no. one. Let Tear us, us apart. Friends, yeah, get our friends together and then just go off on a whole cup of Rainbow Roads. Really test our metal. That's what I want. I right love now. that idea. I actually, today I played a little bit of the N64 one on uh, the Switch and uh, I played the Rainbow Road on N64. First of all, I forgot how fucking long that course is. Yeah, Each lap is like three minutes. Uh, and it's so I forgot also how hard it is. Uh, so yeah, yeah I would, tough. I would love that. Um, Kayla Jerica, do any of these, uh, Kayla, I know you're big on Mario Kart Jerica. I'm not sure of your history with the franchise, but do any of these speak to you or is any of this exciting for you? Peach garden, uh, peach gardens. Yeah. No, peach I don't gardens. know what any of them look mm. like, so I have to say no. I, sure. I apologize. No, please. Uh, if I was going to guess whatever Kayla said. Great. I, I, I like it. her taste. I so I've also speaking of I, I had mentioned I'd never played tour. I've never played any of the um handhelds either because I never had <gasps> a DS. So those are also basically new courses for me. Oh. So there's a lot of new stuff here for me. So that is exciting. Cool. Mario Kart um, on the DS is probably one of the top best tier. S tier. S tier. Fucking incredible. I love that's what I've played a lot of mine on. Um I will say also in this last release, because it, it the last tracks released fairly soon, like not too long ago, right? Yeah, it was like so. Thursday of last week. Yeah, so Waluigi Pinball. Mm-hmm. Love Waluigi Pinball. That's a really good one from this last release. But yeah, yeah Peach I had Gardens, never played that one, love that one, so love that one. Mm-hmm. So Peach yes, Gardens is it? Good. Is it? Um, is it like a? What's like? What's cool about it? Just that it's in the garden. I don't know. I just think it's cute. That sure. I remember this one. So I wanted. To, I looked it up to make sure I remembered it correctly. And I, most of my time, 
with Mario Kart was also on my D, uh, DS or my GameCube. Okay. I spent a lot of time on that. So this map from the DS, I remember pretty distinctly. Um, and it's just like, you know, it's it's peach themed. I really like, like there's some cool buildings that you go yeah. through. Um, but I do think like Wally G Pinball was definitely my favorite from this last release because it's pretty unique. Like you're mm -hmm. literally in a pinball machine. And so I did also remember that one from, I think that one's from DS. Yeah, I think so. It's definitely one of the handhelds because I'd never played it. Yeah, I, I want them to do more of the the unique ones like like that. Mm -hmm. um, or like Daisy's Cruiser from the GameCube version where like the whole thing is on a cruise ship. Like I like that kind of thing where like the theme is very entrenched in what the the, the course is. But, but yeah, I give me more Mario Kart any day of the week and I'm a happy boy. So One thing that I do want um, and came in, if you've played it on DS, do you remember Cheap Cheap Beach? Oh, of course, yeah. I want Cheap Cheap Beach, or is that in there already? I don't so Cheap Cheap Beach actually is on uh, Mario Kart 8. Yeah, uh, really? I, I, I played it today, actually. But um, I saw, on that same thread, Koopa Troopa Beach, they probably just don't want too many beaches. For the uh, version. Like, I would love that one. But yeah, Cheap Cheap Beach, it's a song. I guess I've never course. played it's that one. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, on, um, it's on one of the first couple uh, ones from like when it first released, I think. Okay, um, okay. I missed but, that one. Yeah. So yeah, Mario Kart 8, hopefully uh, some of this, if not all of this is true, because for me, it's a lot of new shit. So let's talk multiverses. Okay. Because this is about to get weird. Because there's some of these characters coming to this game is, is insane. So I'm pulling from Sean Martin at PC Gamer. For those of you who might not be aware, multiverses, it's like a Smash clone, Super Smash Brothers clone. Um, and it pulls from characters from the WB universe. So that's Cartoon Network, that's HBO, uh, and everything that they own. Uh, and so the current roster is Arya from Game of Thrones, Batman, Bugs Bunny, Harley Quinn, the Iron Giant, Jake, the dog from Adventure Time, LeBron James from Space Jam. LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> Rain Dog, Shaggy, Finn from Adventure Time, Garnet, Steven Universe, Superman, Tasmanian Devil, Tom and Jerry, Velma and Wonder Woman. And then the only other confirmed characters so far are Rick and Morty from Rick and Morty. Um, but similar to our previous story, there's been a lot of data, data mining happening, a lot of leaks. Some things on Twitter have also come out. So this is, uh, this list has been compiled by Tom uh, uh, or no Jordan at VGC about potential characters upcoming. So I, I want to hear your thoughts on these because they're kind of insane. So some easy ones, the Joker, Robin and Poison Ivy from the Batman animated series. Of course. That makes sense. Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones makes sense. The Hound from Game of Thrones makes sense. For, uh, Fled, Fled. Fred Flintstone from the Flintstones. Gandalf and Legolas from the Lord of the Rings. The Wicked Witch of the West from the Wizard of Oz. Eleven from Stranger Things. Godzilla. King Kong. Harry Potter. Ron Weasley, Raven from Teen Titans, Static Shock, Marvin the Martian, Daffy Duck, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, Kayla, Johnny Bravo, previously mentioned, mm -hmm. Neo from The Matrix, Gizmo from Gremlins, Samurai Jack, Ted Lasso. What? What? <laughs> the Powerpuff Girls, Ben 10, Black Adam, Emmett from The Lego Movie, Nubia from Wonder Woman, and Mad Max. I don't know which Interesting. Mad Max, but... <laughs> this what would uh ted lasso's weird... attack be i know right like ted lasso is a standout for me like power positivity <laughs> right i mean i will say so multiverses i since i don't play smash this might be something that characters in smash do but tom and jerry in multiverses is so 
interesting and cool and kind of genius to me. So the premise of their characters, since it's a duo, the whole thing is Tom is just trying to catch and hit Jerry, but he always misses. And so you as the other players just get hit in the crossfire of him trying to get. <laughs> oh, that's Jerry, pretty fun. Which is that's, so that's, fun. And so like, cool. there and there's there a few characters have like really unique things like that. Like Bugs Bunny, a lot of his stuff is like how he does in the cartoon. Like he'll just like summon these things like an anvil to fall from the sky or whatever. So some of these, while they are kind of insane, like Gizmo from Gremlins or even Ted Lasso. Yeah. I, like what is he doing? I really hope that a lot of this is true because I, I'm certain that the creativity that they have or like the Wicked Witch of the West, I, it sounds really cool, but are there any standouts from this list from y'all? Uh, because it is insane. I love Game of Thrones, so all the Game of Thrones ones I'm interested in. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But there are a couple not on this list yes. that I that we'll get into later that I really want to be. I'm a big Adventure Time fan. Let's jump in. Love Adventure. Who Time. do you want? I want Marceline. I want Flame Princess. Mm-hmm. I want I want Lemon Grab because how fun would it be for him just to be screaming at you? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Ice King. Another um, show. I would love his regular show. So I would love Mordecai and Rigby. Did you guys ever watch regular show? I don't know that I know regular show. Oh, so it's similar to Adventure Times, Cartoon Network. Oh, um, I recognize it. Did not have as long of a run. It's like a, I forget what he is really. He's some sort of bird. Um, but both of those shows kind of yeah. in the same vein, similar. But I love Adventure Time. So I want all the Adventure Time characters for sure. I've not played this game though. So, but it is intriguing to me. And this is why is I, I don't really like fighting games normally True. because I feel like it's the reason why I normally don't like them is because there's not really a super diverse outcome. Like it's either you, you win, you lose, or that sort of thing. But from what I understand, there's you can get character improvements in this game. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Like you level mm-hmm. up your characters. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of progression system. I think that's cool. Um, I did play the only other fighting game I played and that enjoyed was like the Injustice games. I like mm-hmm. those. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have as far as experience. Yeah, I, I love the idea of bringing more Adventure Time characters. I My favorite Adventure Time character is Bimo. Yes, but, uh, I didn't even think about him. But like with Bimo, Bimo is kind of already in the game because Finn, one of his like his special moves, his down special is he like opens up this store and like based on how many coins he's accrued he can unlock one of three things and the most expensive one is bemo i don't really understand still even though i i've been playing most as finn i don't understand what bemo does yeah i'm thinking since bemo is already with finn probably not gonna see bemo that's a good point but jerica what about you any any standouts or any characters that you hope to see that aren't on this list So far, the roster is so diverse, and to be honest, I don't know where where this could come. From. I don't know where to pull from. <laughs> sure, I don't know where everything's. I know WB, but I'm like, they uh, own so much. There's a lot. Yeah. It's wild. So I feel like I can just like think of something random, and it could be in there. Uh, like, I don't know the, the, the che- main the cheetah, me the cheetah's cat, like the cheetah. Ooh, could he the- be in it? Cheetah I don't know. But, I would love but that. I would, I would like for that guy to come back. He used to be in a lot of games. <laughs> Can you, you know? imagine if they bring in all the foods too, like Tony the Tiger, Pepsi, See, Pepsi I, Man. I loved all the food games when I was little, like for my on my Sega. They were so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, but basically, it's the the main ones are Cartoon Network and HBO. But then there's okay. more than that. Like if if we use the HBO Max app, like are Miyazaki characters mm-hmm. fair game? Fair. Maybe I don't know. I mean, since uh, Last of Us coming to HBO, does that is there any gray Ooh. area there? Uh, we see. I mean. 
I I would think so. Ellie or Joel Ooh. showing up? That I would don't be know. dope. That would be dope. That would be dope. Um, Cayman, that's Jerga's pick for sure. I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of scared to ask you this question. Uh, so wow. I just want to quickly say there was at one point on Twitter there was fan art. So I don't I don't think this will actually happen, but there was fan art of Walter White and Gus Fring from Breaking Bad, and I just mm. think that would be kind of insane. And then also Tony Soprano. Come on. Oh yeah. Mm. Give him oh, some yeah. pursuit. <laughs> some yeah. of course. Yeah. A gabagool. Uh, the little gabagool. Yeah, that'd be uh, amazing. And then Animaniacs have to be coming. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. 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 That was there, a, there's that was... no world in which we don't get Animaniacs in this game. So I think that's probably an easy one. But Cayman, break all our hearts with whatever you've come to the show. What uh, are you talking with... about? I've got perfect. perfect Not, don't break our hearts. Scare us. Okay, okay, good. I'll start with the scary one then. A Reagan from The Exorcist is owned by yeah! WGA. Sure. And I'm thinking just pea soup vomit is like yeah. the special. Yep. It just would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Also, you can you your head can spin, so you can pretty much like attack at any point from any angle. You don't have to turn. Just your head just goes. You know, you can do whatever. <laughs> um, my next one is Free Willy. Um, it just it just Except lays, half the screen. It just lays there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just lays there. It just lays there. It's it's it, look. It's a beached whale, guys. Okay. What do you expect it's gonna do? Sure. Maybe it just is a tank. And it just every once in a while it just spurts out some water, and hey, um, you know all it has to do is roll over. It'll knock him off the stage. Yeah, that you just you just flop back just and forth. Or out of the little hole, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, now yeah. I have that like Michael um, Jackson song. In the my last head. one oh, what I have, song. the last one I had on my list is Poison Ivy. Um, no, wait, sorry, no, the plant. No, no, sorry, I was thinking of sorry, uh, Ivy. From the 1992 erotic thriller Poison Ivy, mm, played yep. by Drew Barrymore. Yep. And her special is that she tries to fuck everyone's dad. Sure. Yeah. Hey, so, it happens. Oh, no. It's happening. Watch out. Ah! I think, you know, which it's going to get worse in the next segment. Oh, boy. Uh, cool. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> Some from the chat. Uh, we have a. Uh, this is a, a first time chatter that that I know of. Uh, I don't. I don't recognize you, Xark Hamero. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining. Uh, George Jetson would be cool, especially since correct. This is his birth year. His he was okay. born a few days ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, welcome yeah, Ted, into the world. Ted Lasso could send in Roy Kent to wreck mm. and uh, yell at everyone. That's good. Uh, let's see. Shock. They added Neo, Mad Max, and Harry Potter characters from John. I'm. I'm specifically shocked about the Harry Potter characters. Yeah, they can do uh, more with that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hagrid uh, in there. The Hangover is also WB. Uh, we could get the a, a character from the Hangover. That is true. Um, yeah, I I want to see more. I want to see more um, HBO characters. Give me Logan Roy from Succession. Give me give me Tony Soprano. All those. Um, so to kind of merge this topic with a story from this week, it was announced, or actually it wasn't announced. It was leaked. The theme of the day is leak. Um, it was leaked from a data miner leaked. called Andy Reloads <laughs> on YouTube. Andy Reloads uncovered uh, gameplay of an Iron Man themed and a Thanos themed armor set coming to, or potentially coming to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And so mm. I want, Actually, I meant to pull up a picture. I'm going to pull up a picture. While I do that, uh, does this do anything for anybody, the potential of playing as Iron Man in Valhalla? No. I think it's, it's <laughs> cool. It's cool. 
Jerrica played that the newest. What's that newest Marvel game that came out? What was it called? Marvel's Avengers or Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Well, she did play Guardians. What was the one that you could play as several different Marvel characters? Marvel, I think that was yeah, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's that's right. I was going to say. I was such but, a champion for that game, too, because like the story is really good and is entertaining for like the 10 hours. And then it's like, oh, but no. This is a games as a service, cool, and then that part sucked. Um, will, but yeah. this looks dope. Like this is cool. The question is, is like, did someone add that? Like the arc beam? Is that a move you can do? <laughs> yeah, the arc beam does <laughs> okay, look a little suspect. Be, I don't know. Here's the thing with Assassin's Creed right now for me. I've had it. it is the one game that I've not uninstalled for my PlayStation Five. Mm, okay. It's the one game that's been there the longest, and I haven't have not touched it since. But I cannot uninstall it because there's sure. so much dlc for it yeah. this is just one of those things like it looked when i said no without any excitement i didn't mean to be a hater on it i'm just like i don't know when i'm gonna get back to this game there's yeah. so much stuff you played a lot though um, didn't you i did i went actually went back and played a little dlc when they had um cassandra from uh oh, cool. oh yeah, yeah, yeah i forgot that Origins? other time oh, no, no, no. yes odyssey odyssey because yeah. odyssey. Odyssey. i wanted to see how those two ladies interacted that was, you know, that's just part of me being into lesbians and games, which, sure, sure. you know, uh, that was cool to see. Yeah. Other than that, you know, I'm, I might eventually get back to it and try out this suit if this is what I could do with it. Sure. This looks cool. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I don't want to be the dissenting opinion per se, but this is kind of gross to me a little bit. Like, <laughs> oh. like, like why, like what is, like, I understand that Assassin's Creed is, it's all made up, right? Like you go into the animus and it can kind of be whatever, but like Iron Man, really? Thanos? Like this screams cash grab to me. This screams like Ubisoft wants some, some Keisha Lewski and they got it with Iron Man. That's fair. But it's probably going to be fun. I just like, I don't know. It, 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 with the trajectory that Ubisoft has been on recently, this is just like another red flag for me, but it's probably objectively going to be very fun. I guess is it just going to be like flair or from this picture it looks like there's definitely abilities involved. Yeah, yeah. But so that, yeah. And since it's technically not been unveiled, we don't know, but Yeah. Interesting. I'm I'm interested. I yeah. actually haven't played this game. It's it's yet. it's good. It's big. It's very big. Cam, what are, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. Uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Um <laughs> I just, I just, it just still goes back to that point of like, what the fuck is going on in Ubisoft right now? Yeah, yeah. And like, if this is all you have to muster, like, man, you guys are in a shit place. Also, is Disney about to buy you? Because uh, Tencent is making a push. Yeah. Um, and I would not be shocked if Disney just throws out Disney money and it's like, no, 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 no. We want an in-house studio. Could be. We're buying Ubisoft. I would not watch. Mark this like six months from now. This Disney announces they bought Ubisoft. I'll shit my pants. Because uh, already making be the they're already game. making an Avatar game, so it's like they already got ties with Disney. I honestly wouldn't be shocked if that <laughs> actually true. happens. That's true. Um, you know, you you brought up the Patrick like games that we want to see like IP merges from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had a long a long think over it. Okay, and. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Dead by Daylight just uh, released a dating sim. No, you can you can date the monsters. It's only on Ooh. Steam. I'm so I got thinking, and I was like, "What about a Super Mario World dating 
So, okay. Oh, I'm sold. <laughs> so hear me out, right? Okay. You can you can date the women, or you can mm-hmm. date the boys. Okay. You can get a little stroke of Luigi's mustache. Oh boy, mm-hmm. he said or, stroke, and I got scared. Or you can find out what's inside of Birdo's hole. And let me tell you guys, there's something lurking in that thing. I don't know what's in there, and I don't know what you want to put in there, but it's just okay. a dating sim. You're gonna find out. Violated. Yeah, that's the that's the grand prize. I feel yeah. violated. I feel disrespected. <laughs> On behalf of Berto. Oh no, yeah, I'm always I. If there's a hole, I'll put something in it. You know, I try. Hey. Me and Jerrica had a whole conversation on our podcast once about like what is Mario, you know? Like we had to phone a friend. <laughs> like sexually? Is like no no no. <laughs> what yes. was it, Jerrica? Oh, we what don't know. The question? Is he a human? It? Because you know, he's like a new Donk City and like he's standing next to a oh. human, like a normal sized human, and he's sort oh my of, God. you know. Is he Whoa, fuck. is he human or okay? This whole episode just got derailed. <laughs> Whatever the next topic is is done because I, this can't Mario? go away. It's just weird. What is him, Mario? Seeing him stand next oh to this woman. I mean, um, then again, if you put fucking Tony Soprano next to another human being, he doesn't look like a human. True, you're so, not wrong. Uh, so maybe it's I'm all just that being rude. And maybe I'm just being rude. Rule. I don't. But he I, does have. Odd proportions. I haven't seen a human look like Mario. I mean, I don't think. If I, if they're, <laughs> look at oh, him, yeah. look, up, oh. look up at the humans, oh, you know? Cookies. But then again, those might not even be humans. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're bringing up this is, I, whoa. Philosophy. Yeah. I feel I'm like we're just having a moment right now. We just entered into a, a Christopher Nolan film. <laughs> like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic of the next ep- collab we do together is like, you know, what what is Mario? What is you know? Mario? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm, A deep dissection. <laughs> I'm, I'm so moved <laughs> right now. Okay, so now the question is, is can you date it? Yeah. Because okay, we've yeah. addressed Continue that Mario is not yeah. a human being. He so could seem... you date Mario? Like, is he... that against the laws? No. Um. When he's in New <laughs> yeah. Donk City, it does look like he does enjoy being around the other humans. So, I mean, there's definitely an attraction there. I don't know yeah. about you guys, but my Mario is just always when looking you, up at him. Like, yep. When you yep. say attraction, are you talking like physical attraction or he's a zoo attraction? Both. <sighs> Simultaneously. It, I it makes it's me, it, it's reminiscent of Howard the Duck. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> similar thing, situation. It's yep. Just, he doesn't belong here. Or there. <laughs> Was there you any imagine, other features? Could you just imagine? You guys are just at work one day. You're just doing your jobs. Everything's normal, and then some fucking creature walks in. You're like, <laughs> Mario. <laughs> A realistic looking Mario just comes in with you know the whole getup. Like, what do you do? I don't know to hug or say it's, it's cute. It's sort of cute. So I, do I, I just immediately just try to kiss him. I don't know. To tie it into our when y'all were on our podcast, Chris Pratt. What's he gonna look like? Is it Whoa. gonna be like? It, who knows? Is it going to be Chris Pratt with a mustache? Is it going to be like what is it going to what's it going to be? You know, like, <laughs> I do love the idea if they just cut out him and just make him small to be Mario. Yeah, have you guys caught great. up on what we do in the shadows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so like Baby Colin Robinson. That's oh, what yeah. I imagine oh, the, no. the Super Mario movie is going to be. It's like Chris Pratt's <laughs> face on this grotesque, glumpy creature. <laughs> just, oh boy. 
Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to have nightmares that. for weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Jerka. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Cayman. Let's bring it up a little bit. Uh, yeah. So there's a little Twitter trend going around where people would go uh, like year uh, by year by year by year going backwards what their favorite games were of each year. So I wanted to bring it to the show, uh, to the panel, uh, to talk about and see, uh, you know, go back as far as we want to go. What was our favorite game of each year going backwards? So I figure what we can do, let's do, let's rely on the clock. Let's go clockwise. So Cayman, you're going to start us off each time. Okay. We're going to go Cayman, Kayla, me, Jerrica. So let's start us off with this year. What is your current 2022 game of the year? Uh, I'm going to go with Elden Ring. um there's honestly like it's just it's one of those games i don't know like i'm still sitting here i played that back on launch and i'm still sitting here like i haven't played a game yet this year that has scratched that weird ass itch for me and i refuse to touch any other souls games because i know they're very different than this so i like refuse to go back and try them out and see if that works for me but yeah i'm gonna go with elden ring i like the the hype was real. The game is really fucking good. And um, yeah, I've, I, I at this point, I think the only thing that's going to potentially take it out from game of the year for me is God of War. Mm, and sure. that's, that's a really high bar right now. So I'm going with going with Elden Ring. Elden Ring it is. Kayla. Okay. So I did not have a pick for this one because I feel like I haven't played a lot of games that have released this year mm, yet. Sure, that's fair. Um, I really am enjoying Stray. Uh, I, I really love Stray, but I will also say something else that like it would be a a disgrace if I didn't, you know, mention with my hype for this. I don't know if it really lived up to my complete hype, but I was so excited and happy for this that it has to be at least in the running for my game of the year. Like impending area is the Mario Strikers Battle League, yeah. the King Switch. Yeah. I I love Mario Strikers, so it's gotta be up there for me, but I'm still really undecided on my game for this year. Yeah. Um, I want to play a couple more. So so another game that I tried but haven't finished that came out this year was Tunic. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Tunic. But I haven't finished it yet, so I will have to. I can't fully commit to that yet, but sure. I've really enjoyed that one as well. So yeah, for me, it's kind of neck and neck between Stray and Horizon Forbidden West. But mm-hmm. I also, to echo Cayman, I fully expect, unless God of War just goes completely off the rails, I, I expect it to be God of War um, mm-hmm. when that comes out. But we'll see. How about you, Jerrica? I'm in a I'm in a similar boat, but I did I feel like it is it's probably going to end up being god of war but i am so excited for cult of the lamb yeah yes. i just been like I, like yeah just i can't quit looking at it i played a little bit of the demo and i didn't have to complete it i was like i'm sold uh but so far if i'm gonna put one on the board that's been out this year that came out this year um it's got to be horizon for ben west mm-hmm. yeah so i put for the sure. most hours in that but well i guess destiny counts but i don't like to put destiny there destiny comes out every year <laughs> right um, right which Queen was a good expansion, though. So far, that's probably my favorite Destiny expansion. It was legit. Okay. Okay. I've actually never played Destiny. Cayman, once upon a time, was a big Destiny boy. But um, mm-hmm. speaking of Cayman, Cayman uh, pulled together each year's Metacritic highest rated. So that's going to be our fifth addition to each year. So 2022, Cayman matches with Elden uh, with Metacritic with Elden Ring at a 96. So mm-hmm. you have Metacritic tastes. Cayman. It's high. Uh, it's up there. there. What Let's bring it say? back to last year, Cayman. Last year, yeah. So for 2021, it takes two. I'm it sorry. Two to make it 
Gilmore. It takes two. Best game of 2021. <laughs> Just there's no question about it. The game awards were right. Sure. It's the best game. A uh, fan Jeff of the show, Keaton. Nick Swalski, uh, texted me. Uh, yesterday or the day before, and was like, hey, just rolled credits with my girlfriend on It Takes Two, and I agree with you. That game is game of the year for 2021. I was like, I know. I know Patrick didn't believe me, but that's awesome. true. I never finished it. I I enjoyed what it what I played of it, but it, it didn't keep me around enough to finish it. So, unfortunately, I disagree. But Well, you suck. I did not play that one, but Jerrica played that one, right, Jerrica? Yes. Work of art. Loved it. Kayla, what about you? What, do you have a game of the year for last year? Okay, so yes, but this one was hard for me. Me and Jerrica do like a yearly wrap up normally and like decide what our personal game of the year is. Um, last year was tough for me. There was a lot of good games last year. Tie for me, but if I had to pick, because I don't want to cheat, I have to pick. Sure. sure. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors cool. was my game of the year. Uh, closely, like smidge, smidge Resident Evil Village mm, okay. was also really high up there for me. Um, but that's, that's 2021 for me. It's really yeah. hard. Yeah. Life is strange. True color is definitely in my top three, like strongly yeah. in my top three. But, um, yeah. my favorite last year was death loop. I just, I adored that mm. game. I, I don't, lots of great games last year. I know it really was, uh, the list for last year is like the top five for me are all really, really, really good games. Um, so, but yeah, I just, I couldn't get enough of death loop. I know came in, he tried, he bought it for my sake and couldn't get into it. Uh, dog shit. I was so hey. sick of seeing like trailers for it. Oh so it actually God, yeah. turned me off to it. I only played it um, because of some of the reviews I was hearing. Cause I was like, I don't want to see this game. It's, yeah. it's sucky to me, but then I played it. I agree with you. It was one of my favorite, one of my, it wasn't the best. It's not my top spot, but sure. it, at least number two or three. So what was your number one? Jerry? Well, this has been a dream come true. Cause I did not play it that year, but I played it this year. So can that count? Cause oh, absolutely. if yeah. I would have played it, in 2021, it would have been inscription, boys oh, and girls. Sure. Inscription. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Came to, it's, it's came technically to PlayStation Five too. Yeah, and technically, it's been my game of, that I've played this year that I've had the most fun with. So, hell yeah, inscription. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started. I streamed that for a couple hours a few weeks ago, and then it just it all fell apart. But I'm I cannot <laughs> wait to go back to playing that game because I really really loved what I played of it. So, so good. Um, whenever I I finish it, we should do a little. Spoilers. Please, no one look up anything it about it. No one look up anything about it and just pl- just experience yeah, it. For sure, for sure. Uh, for 2021's Metacritic Game of the Year, Disco Elysium: The Final Cut got a 97, which I I did enjoy that game, but didn't didn't crack the top five for me. But hey, that's an opinion, baby. Came in <laughs> 2020. Hit us. Oh, you know it's coming, baby. Yakuza like a motherfucking dragon. Sure. This I'm game, so shocked they got away with that title. This game is one of the greatest games ever made. It is arguably one of the greatest games ever made. It is one of the best JRPGs ever made. I just cannot rave enough or try to convince enough people to play this game. It is so fucking good. And I feel like no one's played it because they're like, oh God, Yakuza? Like, aren't there seven games? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, well then, do I need to start at the beginning? Absolutely not. You start at like a dragon. Just start it like a dragon and just fucking enjoy it. it, it you just promise, it, if you make through the first couple hours, because it's like a JRPG, it's very exposition heavy in the first couple hours, but that's every JRPG is like that. You just have to get used to it. If you can make it through that, it, it, I just, I can't, I can't say enough. Like, this game is, and guess what? It's currently free right now if you have a PlayStation. Ooh. 
oh, you can yeah, play that's it right, that's right, right. now uh, and get it. So please, for me, just play it. For, you'll, for Cayman. you'll love if, it. If for no other reason, for Cayman. I'll keep talking about Birdo's nose hole if you guys oh, don't. So. Oh, God. Uh, Kayla, how about you? Okay, so... Wait, do we move on to 2020? We're in 2020, yes. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so another another sad year for the world, but <laughs> a really great year for games. Yeah. I yeah, would say. Yeah. So yeah. I have two on nine two. My number one has to be Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. 2020. Same. The one very a little too much on the nose, little little uh spooky that it came out the ear but that one but also i have to give like a honorable mention to animal crossing new horizons yeah. as well mm, yeah. but if i had to pick it would be loss of less of us part two yeah yeah, right yeah i animal crossing like that i will look back on 2020s animal crossing craze like when i am on my deathbed because it yes. was such a special like everyone needed animal crossing so much yes when it came out like, perfect it time. was very timely 100%. yeah um for me, it is Last of Us Part Two, which is my uh, one of my two favorite games of all time. The other one being The Last of Us. So, uh, I'm a I'm a slut for The Last of Us. <laughs> uh, I'm a slut for a lot of things, but we are too. We it. have we have a lot Stop of uh, content. For Stop Last it, uh, Jerrica. How about you? Yeah, another slut here for The Last yeah. of Us Part Two. <laughs> They're in the Yay! room. Um, do you want to do you want to mention uh, Doom Eternal? <laughs> it's probably my runner up. Had a lot okay. of fun with Doom Eternal. Uh, Cayman's a Doom boy. Mm, I do like fine. Doom. You're right. Um, good. for 2020 Metacritic Persona 5 Royal, which I've still not played Royal. I played so OG good. Persona 5, but I still haven't played so Royal. So good. Um, I I look forward to it. I actually I want to quickly check uh, catch up. John has been sharing his in the chat. So oh, for yeah. um mm-hmm. for 2021, he said it takes two. So he's on oh, your yeah, side. Yeah, John, thank and you then, for not being a, a jerk this time around. For 2020, he said Ori and the Will of the Wisps, hands down, with story music Ooh. and improvement in gameplay from the first game. So agree there. Uh, really good game. Uh, how about 2019, Cayman? 2019 for me, The Division 2. Mm, Ubisoft, sure. what the fuck are you doing? Release yeah, Division 3 today. Let's go, baby. I'm done. You guys so know good. it. Division 2, incredible game. Well, instead, you're going to be getting an, an Avatar game, game and you're going to and you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to sit down. You're going to go to your room. You're going to like it. No. Well. Kayla, how about you? So 2019 for me was definitely Control. Um, I did not play Control in 2019. I played it last year. Mm-hmm. But if we're going by release order, definitely Control. It's a super unique experience. It's very immersive. I love the music. I love the gameplay. Um, the Jerrica, I think it was Jerrica who said this, but like the, one of the last sequences is one of my favorite, like video game sequences oh, of all time. So good. And the, the music paired with the gameplay. I just yes. love the like heavy metal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. I similarly in 2019 control was not my game of the year because it didn't run super great when it first mm-hmm. came out on PS4. Oh, but okay. When they released it on PS5, it runs like a dream. Oh. And so it, it is now become my game of the year but right back then if you'd asked me this question three years ago it would have been resident evil 2 like by a landslide i so love that game i'm not usually i like resident evil but resident evil is never like top tier for me i just I've, I've always enjoyed the games but something about resident evil 2 just like really i feel like it kind of took it to the next level for me um and i couldn't stop playing that game that year i, I played it multiple times um so that that it kind of a tie but ultimately i would say control for me too how about you jerkin I have to pick Death Stranding. I had it's only because did I have yeah. the most fun playing it? 
Not really. Really? But, but, uh, yeah. It, it's the hype level was unreal. The hype level was unreal. And I have to support my dude, Kojima, sure. because I do love a weird game and somebody that's willing to take risks. So yeah. I love that part of it. Um, it is one of those games that I have finished. And I, you know, I, I shed a tear. Yeah. So actually, I sort of got some of the story enough to feel sad at the end. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay. But I can't talk to no one about it. Did anyone else? Did any I, of y'all I, I finished it? it yeah. Okay, but, cool. But as of right now, I honestly couldn't tell you anything that happened in the story. Exactly. It, a lot of it went yeah, over. Me either. So <laughs> yeah. I got a, a lot of it. But um, I do want to play the director's cut version because I, I, I do too. I, I, I need I've to get heard back. that it adds mm-hmm. a good bit more. So. I don't yeah. like walking in real life. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know if I would like it's, walking in a video game. Yeah. My biggest issue that I had with that game was I felt like it was designed first for the walking part. And then I feel like toward the end, I'm sure this is not how it was, but I felt like toward the end of the film, they were like, wait, we need some sort of combat. And they just like added in all the combat stuff. Cause I just, that didn't vibe with me at all. I, I wish it was I never just wanted the to walking. fight. I just wanted to run away. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I found the fighting like oddly really, really stressful. Cause I felt like I was mm-hmm. never able to actually overcome it, but that was just me um, for the critic choice of that year. Metacritic, Divinity Original Sin 2 at a 93. Kind of a low mm-hmm. score for a, a best game of the year, but um, I've never played it, so I can't comment on that game. And then John in the chat, uh, Fallen Order, Control, Goose Game. He's mentioned a couple. Uh, oh, yeah, Fallen, Order. Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah that, that's <sighs> up there for me. But yeah, 2019, a, a surprisingly strong year. Um, but 2018 came in. Take it away. 2018 for me, Red Dead Redemption 2. Sure. It's just a good game. Also, above God of War. But yeah, I don't, there was some, like, don't get me wrong. I, you I, hate I really, I loved God of War, but there was something about the ending of Red Dead Redemption 2 that just hit yeah. so hard. Like that journey, because it was like, for me to beat the game was almost 80 hours. Yeah. Uh, in game time for me to roll credits. And by the time I got done, like that ending, dear God, that ending just fucking, gut punch sure and so if you can elicit that level of emotion for me like it's very rare that a video game elicits an emotion like that for me i think the, off the top of my head really the only other time i th- i can think that i've had that was probably the last of us one and two uh it's the only time i've ever been like that emotionally invested in a situation um but man that ending like you spent that much time with arthur and then he gets sick and then you have to go through obviously no spoilers but like you have to go through that journey with him. Yeah. And at the same time, I played it while having the flu. Oh. And it just made it so much more real to me. Oh, no. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I think the game is beautiful. I don't like it's it sucks. Like it feels like uh, like Rockstar just kind of gave up on it after it came out. Like, sure, there was an online mode, but like it's kind of they're like, now. oh, this a lot of people are still playing online. Yeah, but everyone they were like, "Oh, sure, but we can also just put all of our time into the the money shark cards for Grand Theft Auto 5 and we're just going to put all our time there." And honestly, I don't think we'll ever see another Red Dead game. And that really sucks cuz that universe is really good. Yeah. So, that's mine. RIP Red Dead. How about you, Kayla? Okay, so I have to like correct myself really quick oh, because no. I have a caveat. Oh, no. I totally forgot that 2019 is when Apex Legends released, and that oh. is my game of the year for 2019. Okay, because I I love Apex Legends. It, it was something I literally played like 
nonstop the year it came out. Even though like the year it came out, it wasn't necessarily it was also like a shadow drop, like not a lot of hype yeah. around yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. I like, remember that. <laughs> and so I was like, ooh, what is this? And so that's something I still play to this day. So I can't forget that. But control definitely for like the story and the like I love the like psychological suspense. Anyways, moving on. We're not talking about 2019 anymore. We're talking about 2018. But I just thought about it. I was like, wait, what year did that come out? Um 2018 Spider-Man for me. Spider-Man's up there. I, I love a good Spider-Man story. This game was really good for me. Um, it's one that, like, you know, I don't necessarily want to go back to it, but it was something that really stood out for me. Oh, for sure. Um, I I played God of War, but I definitely think that Spider-Man is just something that I've, I've loved since I was a kid. So it just hit a little bit more for me. So. Um, 2018 also a really strong year because for me it is it's yeah. pretty close between God of War and Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. But. But yeah, because Persona 5 originally released that year. That's uh, true. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think, came out that year. Uh, strong year. Strong year. But yeah, for me, it's it's got a war. Um, it, that's one of my top five of all time. Um, so definitely that for me. How about you, Jerk? Got a war as well. Ah. Have to agree. Boy. Uh, John in the chat, Red Dead 2 and Celeste. A little Celeste shout out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, and then... The critics were on Cayman's side, Red Dead Redemption 2, at a oh, 97%. Nice. I'm surprised that bit got a war. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think got a war is at like a 92 or something. Yeah. Three, something like yeah. that. It's up there. Um, yeah. It was, I think it was second place. Yeah. Um, when I pulled um, Let's go to 2015 because we okay. are running a little long. Um, I feel like can... I'm going to, no, I want to take a moment to mention 2017. Okay. Patrick. Yeah, no, no. Oh, it, it, we're not skipping to 2015. I'm just saying we're going to stop at 2015. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Good. Yeah, yeah. I was Sorry. like, hold so on. There's a big that release unclear. that happened in 2017. <laughs> you know, 20. So let's do 17, 16, 15, and then maybe another time we can do the rest. But yeah. Uh, um. To yeah. there's a quick correction on your point. Uh, Persona Five released in 2017. Oh, word. I must have just played it in 2018. It was on my little <laughs> yes. list. Thank you uh, for the correction. So I actually have a tie in 2017. Mm. And it starts with Persona 5, but it ends with Yonder Cloud Catcher, Cloud Catcher Chronicles. There you go. Whoa. Excuse novel. me? Yes. <laughs> I it's think you tweeted this one at me yesterday. I did. It's this little indie mm. game. It's this little indie game. Okay. And it's kind of like a mix between like a 3D Stardew Valley mm. and I'm Animal so- Crossing. There's no combat. It's just all exploration and crafting, and you can do a lot of fishing, and it's super cute. It's cute as fuck. Um, and it's one of those games that, like, no one knows. No one's ever heard of this game. Never heard of this game in my life. And I think that's why it's very important for me to use this platform yep. to say, everybody go play Yonder Cloud Catcher right. Chronicles. Uh, God knows if this, the studio behind it, it will make another game again. It's a very small studio. And so I think it's even more important to go out there and try to support them if you can. Uh, but the game is just so fucking Ooh, cute and fun. I do love and the art style. Loving. Oh, and you can play it on Switch. You can play it on PC. You can play it on your PlayStation, your Xbox. You play it on all sorts of things. Um, so, right. you know, there's no reason not to play the game. Also, there's way less of a learning curve to get into that than something like Yakuza. So uh, <laughs> this game is like no learning curve. So it's Kinda like that to my list for sure. baby's yeah, first I, simulator. I might be playing that very soon. You'll, I promise you, everyone will love it. It's a beautiful game. A little, just a little cutie, a little cutie, little, pie. A little cutie. Uh, how about you, Caitlin? So for 2017, for me, I have two as well, but 
they're they're close but horizon zero dawn came out in 2017 mm-hmm. but you also have little nightmares came out in 2017. oh yeah yeah so i love little nightmares that's another one so i played it's hard because horizon zero dawn is probably like at the time like in 2017 was my favorite but i have i played little nightmares a year ago or two i believe and it is i just love everything about it so it's hard to hard to yeah. there. but i, I love I get that those. Yeah, I I never played Little Nightmares. I need to play. That. <gasps> good. Um, good. Mm-hmm. I so I, similar to you, Kayla. At the time, it was Horizon for me. Um, mm-hmm. I know Breath of the Wild is a lot of people's like favorite game ever, and I it is up there for me. But uh, I, Horizon was the standout for me. But a year later, I played mm-hmm. What Remains of Edith Finch, and yeah, that is I think my favorite of that year. Um, it's just it's like such a unique and special yeah. game, and like the story is so powerful and like if you i when i had tweeted a lot of these out um i had said like if you're grieving for any reason right now do not play this game yes Uh, i've played it i played it this year you need to be in in like a a strong headspace i think to play it or it's just gonna affect you fucking nine times more than that uh if you're grieving in any way um but it's really beautiful it's the same folks who did uh what's the black and white uh game Unfinished Swan. Uh, Unfinished Swan. Yeah. The Unfinished Swan. Same folks. Who haven't played that one? Uh, it was made by the people who made Mad World. <laughs> Stop. Uh, not true. Uh, but yeah. And also, actually, Kayla, I would recommend, and I won't say why, I would recommend playing The Unfinished Swan before. Oh, wait. You said you've played it. I did play it. Oh, you did. I okay. Did okay. Uh, if you've not played Edith Finch and you're interested and you've not played Unfinished Swan, I would say play Unfinished Swan first. But and if you still have a Nintendo it. Wii, go play Mad World after that. Yes, correct. <laughs> uh, I wish I still had my Wii. Dang. I know, right? Uh, actually, I, I might have mine. Uh, Jerrica, what about you? It's one of those years, like, do you... It's sort of cool to go back and do this because you're like, at the time, maybe because it was like closer... Or the games that, that come out near the end of the year sometimes for me just start, start to stand out as like my game of the year because it's like what I recently played. Yeah. So it's sort of cool to look at this list because I'm thinking back of like the thing I had the most fun playing. And that's what that's the answer I'm going to give you. I cannot remember. I'm sure it's Horizon as well. Sure. But I remember having the most fun playing Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Oh, sure. Because <laughs> it was like that one. It was like the first uh, little update to Resident Evil, like a new. Yeah. Yeah. New way of playing it. Like first person. um, Different sort of not universe, but they took a step away from like the characters that we had, we've known for a little while. Yeah. So have you ever played that in VR? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I really enjoy being scared. Yeah. So I could do it all. I, I, think I've said on the show, games. I think I've said on the show before, my wife and I tried playing that in VR and we lasted about 15 minutes. We <gasps> it's intense. Like, Can't no, nope, this is way too much. Way, way too scary. Um, for the critics that year, uh, a game that I'm surprised none of us said. I would have expected at least one of us to say it. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was number one. I don't have a score, though. I've still um, played it. I enjoyed playing it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you know, I, I play the shit out of it. I, I've, I've put well over 100 hours into that game, um, but it just didn't make me cry like Edith Finch did. Uh, John in the chat, Hollow Knight. 2017. Oh, yeah, another game so I still hard. haven't played. It, I've tried. I've started it like six times. Yeah, and I've never made it more than five minutes, and it's not because it's a bad game. I just Same. for whatever reason it just never grabs me in those first five minutes, and I'm like, you know, I don't want to do something else. But I will play it. Um, Cayman, take us to 2016. 2016, Uncharted Four. 
a thief's end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just have a lot of really strong emotions tied to this game in particular in the series, um, which we won't have to get into, but thank you, Patrick. Um, have you seen the movie <clears throat> by chance? Oh my God. Great. Yeah. I fucking hate you. <laughs> fucking jerk. You should watch it. Came <laughs> I'm done. Like okay. It. We're moving on. Uh, Kayla, I'm quitting this podcast when this episode is done. One of you want to take over for me? Podcast <laughs> needs a new dump. A new, actually, this time it'll be a dumpster guy. I, ooh. Mm, dumpster woman so. incoming. <laughs> okay. Okay, 2016. I did not realize there were so many games I loved from this year, but there were actually. Um, but if I had to think, like, really put myself in that headspace of like what I was playing and having the most fun with was definitely Overwatch. Sure. Overwatch during this year, like it really, I could not stop every single day. Like I would get off work and immediately play Overwatch. Like it was, I was very like into like all of my friends were playing it and it was really enjoyable for me, but closely tied and i realize most of my picks for this are multiplayer games but titanfall 2 i'm a big Ooh. titanfall fan yeah titanfall 2 came out this year love titanfall 2 but then honorable mention um but i didn't get into this until later stardew valley also came out this year oh whoa yeah uh but i didn't start playing stardew valley until a good bit after that so i can't really include that i feel like in well, good faith i don't know i'll Maybe. allow it but yeah so three answers for sure uh, mine is inside um i have that I th- on my list i think i know jerica has played it i think we've talked mm-hmm. about inside and i think cayman has as well um just like another one of these similar to edith finch just like it's such a vibe like it is it's very dark it's very like there's i don't think there's a single word in the game um it's just but it's like really it's a really cool like the way they tell the story is really cool and uh if you've not played it it's like three hours tops so check it out uh jerica what was your game well, there I, went, I did want to add if you if you liked inside you're gonna love uh little nightmares for sure oh cool okay oh, yeah. same vibe yeah very yeah. similar cool. in terms of like just very quiet and cool platformy a uh scary a little bit mm-hmm. uh firewatch that was a cool game oh cool yeah story. Very pick. great writing and just one of those games you didn't really expect it to be what it was so that That's was cool true. Mm-hmm. yeah there's a turn in that game that <laughs> I really if 2016 Patrick was like oh my god video games yeah, yeah. they're more than video games yeah it's not just Mario that fucking <laughs> alien uh, uh, for uh, the critics again with Cayman Uncharted for a thief's end you're such a critic shill Cayman you're such a little well it's because slut. smart people that know how to do this job <laughs> think like me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, John 2016, Doom and Pokemon Go, which Pokemon Go, that is yeah, a great play. Was a, That almost, was also a time. It was a movement. A movement. That was it a, truly was a movement. Yes. Yeah. If, wow. if you didn't play Pokemon Go when it, like the first three months it released, you didn't experience the, the truth of Pokemon Go. Um, yeah, I still play from time to time too. Uh, 2015, let's close it out with 2015. Um, I wish we had more time to do the rest because I'm really enjoying this conversation. But We could do part two for sure. We could do part two. We could we yeah. can continue back. Um, 2015, Cayman, what was your game of the year 2015? I'm going to round it. I'm going to bring us home. Rocket League. Mm. Hey. Zoom, zoom. Uh, yeah, look, zoom, Rocket zoom, League is still seven years later. Rocket League is still a really good fucking game. It is. It is still wow. a really good game. I actually broke my PlayStation 5 controller 
Um, the R2 button is broken now because I played so much Rocket League. I wore the spring out. Not from Rage, just from... <laughs> just from playing the game. Power of will. Yeah. So. How about you, Kayla? Um, okay, so for me, 2015, it's going to have to be Black Ops 3. Mm. I'm a big Black Ops fan. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy the most recent installment, Black Ops 4, but Black Ops 3 was a good one for me. Um, I played a lot of that game. Definitely at the time was like top tier for me. Is Black Ops 3, does it have a famous person in it? Is that one of the ones with a famous person? <gasps> Ronald Reagan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I he's think in so. Black Ops 3. Uh, that's not what I meant, but oh, well. thank you. No, no, that was good. You made me laugh, Kevin. Don't don't do that. I don't remember, but I can find out. Kevin, you're so quirky. <laughs> I'm just like Zoe Deschanel, except poor. <laughs> <laughs> poor man's. I can't Zoe. find out if it if it has a famous person in it, but I I play the shit out of that game. Sure. I cannot. Do, not is it like the multiplayer for you, or is it the story, or both? Both. So I, the original Black Ops is one of my favorite games, um, purely for the story and then like the revolution of like zombie multiplayer Mm -hmm. in my life. Sure. Um, But also I really enjoyed the multiplayer in Black Ops 3. It was one of the first games that like I felt like I was actually good at the multiplayer. Yeah. And so I was like, hallelujah, I can like be good at a multiplayer game and show off. I can dig that. Um, But yeah, I really Um, enjoyed it. I've never, I didn't play black ops 3 i don't think i used to play all the call ones and then at some point i was just like i'm not playing them anymore uh, yeah you know it they taper off you know you there's a there's a line in the sand i feel like and i think yeah. black ops 3 was the end of the line in the sand sure. like the good and the bad however i did enjoy cold war i did play cold war okay. when it came out the story was interesting i didn't really play the multiplayer in that one but i i liked the story of that one actually you might be the first person that's ever said they enjoyed the cold war but hey everyone has <laughs> Uh, for me, it was Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Um, I mm. this was a game for me that you know I think the story by the end of it not great. Like it's it's okay. <laughs> like it, it kind of and like I I really missed David Hayter being uh, Snake. I didn't love Kiefer as Snake, but the gameplay of that game is like untouchable. It's still like if you just ask me like what is the most fun game to play, that's probably like top three for me. It's the, the gameplay loop of that game. I just spit everywhere. The gameplay loop of that game is so fun. I I played that game for well over a hundred hours. I couldn't stop uh, back then. Uh, so yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five for me. I just I hope we get more of it someday. Uh, even if it's not a Metal Gear game, just like build that kind of a game again, please. Uh, if because it's probably not going to be Hideo. It's not going to be Kojima-san, but let let us pray. Uh, Jerica, how about you? Son? <laughs> what what'd you say? Chris Son. What about Chris Son? Maybe. <laughs> Chris Paul Son? This one was tough, but I have to say, I guess 2015, I, that was the year that um, um, Life is Strange came out. So, mm, yep. And I remember playing that then. I didn't know that was 2015, but here we are. Uh, so, definitely that. And like, <sighs> runner up is definitely Ori. That that's everything. I've gotten a little through the second one, but the first game, I really it was like the first like hard game like that that I could actually play, and I got sort of good <laughs> at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Similar to Kayla, like with I didn't play Metal Gear that year. I actually played it the next year, 2016. But in 2015, Nino Kuni is the game I played, which had come out a few years prior. But 
so yes, like I was like, I couldn't stop playing that game that year. But uh, in terms of the critics, 2015 was on my side this time. I think for the first time, Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain at 95. Technically, the GTA Five PC release was number one, but it also never GTA. GTA 5, the PS4 release, was number one in 2014, and Grand Theft Auto 5, the PS3 release, was number one in 2013. Yeah. So there you go. Come on. Oh, my God. Uh, And then so to close this out, uh, John 2015, Ori in the Blind Forest, Undertale, Witcher 3, and Crypt of the Necrodancer. I forgot Witcher Witcher 3 3 was 2015. That'd be up there for me, too. Uh, Yeah, a a very good year. So I know we've been going for an hour and a half, probably our longest show to date, but it's been a banger in my opinion. Nice. I want to close out the show with the cauldron question. Oh, Because yeah. when we were on your episode, uh, on your podcast, you asked us and we said that we would ask you on ours. We're going to close this out. We're going to do the, we're going to update the calendar next week. We'll, we'll combine this week and next week. Uh, so this is going to, how we're going to close the show. So uh, Jerrica, you might not have known this was happening. Uh, so I'll give you some time. So let's start with Kayla since Kayla did know this was happening. I forgot to mention. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So actually time out again. So the cauldron question for those of you who might not have listened to the last episode, uh, it's essentially if there was, you know, a witch or, uh, a wizard, a black wizard, wizard, black witch, uh, not racially black magic. Just, I just want to be clear. Thank you for the clarification, Patrick. Yeah. I was very concerned there for a <laughs> I just wanted to be, let's be very clear here. Uh, and they were to summon you using a cauldron with their black magic. What would be the five ingredients used in this little potion situation, uh, in this little brew that would summon you uh, to the place? As Jerrica looks around her room for inspiration. Okay. I'm kind of making some last minute edits to mine. Hey, I get okay. it. Okay. So when I think of this question, I think of like, you know, what, what makes up like the essence of me, you know what I mean? Sure. And we can go back and we can be current at the same time. So (laughs) definitely have to include, and you can crumble them up if you want to make it more like palatable for the cauldron, the the recipe, if you will, chips and salsa Mm. um, from your local uh, Mexican restaurant. It can be any really. Uh, Okay. Definitely, if we had to pick, it would be a local place near us. Sure. Um, but chips and salsa, got to yeah. go with that. I dig it. Um, next one, we have to throw in a little splash of red wine. Mm-hmm. Got to be, got to be, you know, just a yep. little bit stir it in there. Uh, we'll really with the salsa and red wine combo, we're going to be looking like some blood in there. You know, it's yep. a little creepy. Um, oh God, it's it really difficult. Okay, a purple, specifically purple GameCube. The yep. Royal Purple GameCube is my favorite console of all time. Put that in there. Great answer. Crunch it up. S- swirl it around. Um, I struggle to find a specific game to put in, but I mean, Stardew, right? It it has to be Stardew. It's got to be in there. It's got to be like original copy. Like put it in there. Uh, maybe. Have you played the board pool. game? No, I have not. I've not played the board game, but I want to. I haven't. It's hard to find. I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Um. So I've got to put Stardew in there. Um. Because it really captures the essence of my love for some games. Um. And I think you'll just have to know, like, 
when it, I to get me to summon, like there'll have to be a shooter game somewhere in there because that's also what I really enjoy. Sure. But for my last one, uh, I really love reading, so I've got to put a battered, torn, worn um, Harry Potter uh, sorcerer's stone in there. Okay, got to put that in there. Sorcerer's stone first, yeah, first, uh, first, first press. press. Yeah, yep, got to put that in there. And I think that I think you would get me out of that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a, a nice little eclectic mix there. I yeah. can get down with that. Uh, more, more diverse than my answer, which is mostly just various foods and i could have done that one could have done that uh jerica how about you are you ready to yes. be summoned yes um definitely uh a pair of jordan ones sure could be any color okay do you have a favorite yeah. pair though um that i obviously there's you know the off-white brand if we really yeah. want to i could i do collect sneakers uh, i would love to have an off-white uh jordan one the chicago's but that's like a $7,000 shoe now. Uh, couldn't get that. But uh, my current, like out of the Jordan ones that I own now, I have the Parish Saint Germain. Mm. That did not say that right. That'd I just tried to say it really fast. And it's a soccer team Saint thing. Germain. But I, I, I do not care about the soccer <laughs> over there. Uh, I just like the colors because they're pink and purple. Sure. And the, the check on the Jordan one is like, like, it's uh, the name is not coming to me, but it, it's shiny and almost metallic pink. It's cool. Um, oh, yeah, these are nice. So, yeah, uh, a pair of Jordan ones, uh, any color you want, throw in there, you'll get me. Uh, my <laughs> Commander Shepherd costume that's made entirely out of EVA foam. Uh, and I did not make it. This lady that wasn't wearing it anymore, sold it to me. Nice. A um, little bit of different sizing situation. So it fits a little larger in some places. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's different. <laughs> but the boobs are protected. So uh, good gotta have them out. protected. Yeah. That's but that okay. costume, the whole costume, gotta toss it in there. Uh, a shredded chicken burrito from Taco Bell, which is now gone because they don't have shredded chicken. Oh, it's going to be hard to say. Very upsetting. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that, that gotta one. go search it on a quest. You gotta yep. shred your own chicken, I guess, somehow. <laughs> Get meat claws, okay? There's a little pro tip for you. Invest in some meat claws. You gotta get the meat claws. If you do any sort of meat shredding, the meat claws, you have to have them as your a utensil. Also, if okay. you ever have a home invasion, those things are deadly. Whoa. So, Green. Nice. A little. Green. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then. I would say uh, one of my favorite Coheed and Cambria albums, my favorite Ooh. band, in secret key, in keeping secrets of Silent Earth three, my favorite album by them. Nice. Uh, that's the album that you would you know have to toss in there as well. I dig it. What Ooh. a we all know you both a little better. So yeah, thanks for playing and thanks for bringing that question. Uh, this is that's a JK Games original. So feel free sure. to use it at parties. <laughs> Uh, to to get to know the people you're around. I actually, uh, uh, the week after we did that podcast, we were at a brewery with some people, and I was like, I have a question I want to ask everybody. Uh, and ah, uh, oh, it's a good question. Uh, it's a great question. And folks, that's our show. Uh, a tight ninety seven, <laughs> a very tight ninety seven <laughs> minutes. Uh, but hey, I think it was well worth the time. Uh, so thanks for coming along on the ride. Coming along the ride with us coming along on the ride with us. My brain is melting. Uh, if you'd like to be uh, on the show in the chat, twitch.tv slash spotlight games pod. You can follow us on Twitter at spot games pod. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at spotlight games pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Patrick swag. 
Cayman at Kid Cayman. Kayla, Jerrica, where can the good folks find you? Where can they listen to your podcast? Tell them all the things. Go, Kayla. You can find us on, thank you, Jerrica. You can find us on um, Instagram and Twitter, JK Games Podcast. Our Twitch is also JK Games Podcast. Uh, essentially everywhere, JK Games Podcast, TikTok, YouTube. Oh my gosh, that's stressing me out. <laughs> JK Games Podcast on all platforms. Get Sweet. us there. Well, this has been lovely. Thank you both for coming. Thank um, you, guys. We should definitely... Oh, God, my stool just broke. <laughs> oh, that might be... Oh, no! Uh, yeah. uh, well, we should do this again. This is great. Uh, I just... I won't keep you for nearly two hours next time. Um, hey, that's us every time. Sure. <laughs> uh, new episodes Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, live 8 p.m. on Tuesdays Eastern Time. Uh, have a great West... West. Have a great West of your week. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.